Okay, babe, who do you need to be today to build that six, seven, eight-figure empire you want tomorrow? If you want the strategies, the skills, the secrets every female entrepreneur needs to stay inspired, lead like her highest self, and strategize her business for success, and if you want to hear real stories from powerhouse women on a mission to make an impact, how they have paved their own way to success, and discovered who they needed to be to get to every next level from plateau to prosperity, then get a coffee and grab your notepad. You're in the right place. I'm Sarah Delane, and you're listening to the Lead Like Her podcast. Not just for women, but because of women. Today's conversation, we're going to dive in fully into, right? Why are you not attracting either your ideal client, customers, even career opportunities? Why is the ideal customer, client, career opportunity not being attracted to you, okay? So usually the industry will tell you, find your ideal client, right? That's like step one. Everybody should absolutely already know that. Usually the second thing after that is make sure that you're speaking to them in a way. So make sure that your messaging is speaking the way that they would be speaking. Those are usually the two things that everybody says to, you know, right? Attract your ideal client. First define or identify rather your ideal client and then use messaging that speaks to your ideal client. Those are the top two things that are usually said now. What happens if you do that and you still ask yourself, okay, why am I not attracting my ideal client? Why am I not working with the types of people? Maybe you do a launch, maybe you put out a product, uh, online product or tangible product, and it doesn't connect with who you ideally want to work with, right? You might then still be asking yourself, um, you know, why can't I then, because of that, why can't I break through to the next financial level that I desire? Maybe you haven't reached that six-figure mark yet, and you're like, how come I can't break through into that six-figure mark, right? The infamous six-figure mark. <laughs> and maybe you are there, and you're like, I've hit a plateau, and I need to scale my business. I need to scale to, to past six figures, multi-six, maybe you're even wanting to scale into seven figures and you can't figure out why you're not doing that. Finally, you might even be asking yourself, okay, why am I putting out content, whether that's videos, whether that's Instagram, why is the content on my website, like YouTube, why are you putting out all of this content? And then it's not generating engagement like you're not getting the connection with the audience you haven't built that community that tribe you feel like they're not listening to you like those are usually the things that I hear all the time those were also the things that I struggled with in the very beginning of when I first started my business okay the missing piece that I am here to tell you that I just if I could just, I mean, granted, if I could just take all of the things that I've learned over the many years that I've been doing this or just download it into your brain, gosh, that would be so much easier. You might get a little overloaded mentally, but if I could do that, I would. So if I could just give bite-sized pieces, the missing piece today that I believe if those are the things that you're still asking yourself is because you haven't established yourself and your personal brand presence 
hasn't been established online in a way that speaks to the ideal client that you want to work with, in a way that they identify with, in a way that builds trust, right? The no like trust factor, sure, but trust is key, right? They got to know you, that's the content you're putting out. They got to like you, that's your personality. We'll get into that. <laughs> so the trust is the key factor. That has always come down to developing a strong personal brand presence. Okay, so like quick little flashback on my personal experience. The first, my very first lesson in personal branding, no joke, true story. I was like 17 years old. This was when I was in the entertainment industry. So some of you know my story. I won't get into the long details about that, but I started in the entertainment industry. I was 17 years old. And I remember my manager was taking me to meet with a very like top level agency to be represented by them. And we had a great, right? Great meeting. It was wonderful. Now, Sarah back then <laughs> was not, we're always evolving, okay? But I was, no joke, total tomboy. And I mean, like baggy pants, wife beater, like little bit of like more, more of my masculine. Okay. I've evolved more of my feminine and created that balance, but no joke, total tomboy back then. Okay. Nails, never fake eyelash, never, not even talk about it. Unless you got me into a character that was totally different. Okay. So I'm 17 years old. I'm meeting with this agency. Literally my manager looks at me after the meeting and he's like, okay, if you go blonde, you'll work more, hands down. And that was what the agent had said. He's like, okay, she's great. She's wonderful, right? All the things she's got work already behind her belt. We'd totally take her, can she be blonde? So that was the feedback that I was getting from this top level, like agency. Now, that was my first lesson in personal branding. I wasn't mad, I already had work under my belt. I already had about 30 national commercials. So it wasn't like I was out of work, but I hadn't broke in to TV and film. And the archetypes that were popular still sort of are, right? Blondes worked more. That's just what was. And so I did, platinum, platinum even, totally. I don't wanna talk about it. Um, I also don't want to talk about how all blondes are getting on this like brunette bandwagon thing now. Okay. Let's not talk about that. Different story, different topic. Okay. Don't get it. Don't get, <laughs> don't get distracted, sir. Okay. Been brunette my whole life, except that time I was a blonde. <laughs> so it were, I worked more. I worked more in film and television. that brought me into a whole other level. Like I elevated in my career, which of course then made more money. Seems like a lifetime ago. And then when I decided to put all of Hollywood on hold, I needed to go on my own spiritual journey. That's again, different part of my story, but I went like full on into like Sedona shaman. I was going, I was just expanding all of my spirituality. I left Hollywood and I went, just head deep into like, oh my God, I feel like I was so boho chic. It was a little ridiculous. Okay. There was still, there's still a level. I moved out of tomboy. There's still a level of like chic elevated, you know, fashion that I had, even as much as I was like in the whole Sedona spiritual flow, like linen, white, the whole thing. It was ridiculous. I loved it. I absolutely loved it. 
while I was there, uh, the college asked me to come and teach. And I also started my own business as a different kind of entrepreneur. And I became a mentor for women and self-love and relationships. And so I realized I needed to elevate my brand image, my personal brand image. And that escalated then my business. Further beyond that, when I moved into self-love or from self-love into self-leadership and teaching high achieving women, those same like next level leadership skills, next level personal development skills to break through internal programs and patterns holding them back, elevated the brand again. And so every time I elevated my personal brand image, then my business skyrocketed. So I love including, right? Just because we're, we're not one note, we're not one personality, right? Or we have all um, different characters, different aspects of who you are, okay? Especially as an ambitious, dynamic woman, you've got so many beautiful facets of you. So I love whenever we're talking about brown archetypes, right? Like when I was self-love and relationships, it was all a little bit of like the lover, but I mixed it with like the rebel meets every girl, right? So if you know anything about brand archetypes, if you want a copy of my brand archetypes, like I break down the psychology of brand archetypes, let me know, we can make that happen. But I was including all of that, but I love kind of combining things that are a little bit opposite, right? But they go together, but they're opposite. So it's like a little bit rebel, a little bit of like lover, every girl. So I'm very much like, give me leather, give me lace. <laughs> give me like denim diamonds, like little bit of elegance, little bit of edge, like have these things that are complementary but might be a little bit opposite. And so being able to put that dynamic in together as your personal brand, it also has to meet your personality, right? So that's why now when I teach personal branding, there's always the two primary components that I teach and that is presence and personality. I personally like to include a little of someone's, you know, astrology. I included my personal astrology when I work with developing my own next level of brand archetypes, right? And I include that with then the psychology of archetypes. So the reason why I do that is I like, I like including a little of the spiritual, right? It's you, it's your personality. You are your brand. No matter what you do, no matter what product you sell, whether it's online, in person, whether you are in uh, working for corporate and you're in a company and you want to elevate your personal brand or you are an online entrepreneur that is trying to make an impact in the world, right? Everyone is here to offer their gifts, hands down, right? Everybody. <laughs> so having a really powerful presence and personality, that's going to make a really strong personal brand. Your presence is more of like the archetype image that you have, that you um, present to the world, right? It's very much the external surface, right? So it's the look, it's the image, it's the colors. It is definitely the energy that you emit that then attracts those that you work with. All business is like relationships, right? That's why it was such an easy transition to go from working with self-love and, right, and everything about relationships and then moving into, it's all relationships. We have relationships with everything. So like, you attracting who you want to work with is just like a romantic partner 
whatever type of partner that is, what is that aspect of you that then is going to connect with them? Has to do with the values, but it also has to do with that presence that you are exuding that then attracts who you want to work with. The second piece then is your personality. That's, that's you. That's the you in your brand. That's the thing that that's the biggest competitive advantage. If you want to say it that way, that's the most unique essence that nobody can ever take from new. Nobody can copy that. Nobody can steal that. There's so much online where people will take everybody else's information or whatever, but as long as you are your personality and what element you want to dive into the deepest part of your personality and bring that forth and combine that with your presence, like that's magic. So that's the authentic version of you, right? Your truest self. Sometimes I say your highest self. It's like no one else. It's your uniqueness. Nobody can take that away. When you have those th two things combined, your unique, authentic, badass personality with the presence that you want to exude that matches the ideal clients that you want to work with, and you put those together, that's magic, right? So as an online entrepreneur, when you have a divine, or you have to be able to define your brand presence, otherwise you end up being lost in the just another mentor, just another coach, just another whatever. It just becomes very generic, right? So everything is like, how are you going to position yourself as that leader? How do you want to lead like her? Who is the her as your unique presence and your unique personality that then will speak to who you truly want to work with and bring your message and bring your gifts to a wider audience to having that change that you wanna make in the world and being part of that change, right? It adds that dimension, right? Your personal brand, rather than being like too, I'm just gonna be real because I don't really censor myself anyway, right? It's just, it's bland, it's average. It's totally average. It's just one note until you sort of create that personal brand dynamic. It's, it's just average, right? That's all it is. So all you have to remember is personality meets presence and that you are your brand. People wanna connect with people. <laughs> Doesn't matter the product that you have, right? And we won't go too much into like selling a product that's for another time and all that. This is the like the you. This is how you're showing up in the world to offer your uniqueness, your voice, your power as a confident, badass woman that then can bring her wisdom, her education, her expertise, her unique gifts into the world. That is, you are always your brand. That was the thing that I, before I knew anything about structuring and really building and creating a brand, like I said, 17 years old was my first lesson in personal branding. All I knew was that you are the brand. Now, when I teach this, there's so many more beautiful aspects to like incorporate and build on to really creating a strong foundation of who you are in the world and the presence that you have. So that being said, 
Hopefully this was insightful for you being an online entrepreneur or being somebody you might be listening to this and you might be in, working in a, a corporate environment or some company and you want to elevate that presence so that then you can get to the next level and excel whatever that is for you. We all have goals. We all have desires. And so there's always what is going to help you get those desires fulfilled and get to that next level. So a couple key questions that I invite you to reflect on, ask yourself for where you currently are in your business or in your career, whatever that is. Number one, how are you currently positioned online? How are you currently positioned online? Again, this very much speaks to my online female entrepreneurs. It does speak to, even if you work within a company or something like that, how are you positioned online? 87% is now, or 87% is the, the highest number that employees and future clients or customers search for people online to see what their online presence is, to determine whether they like them, know them, want to know them, want to trust them, want to then even get whatever they have that they're offering. So 87%, if you don't have an online presence and a powerful personal brand, you're being viewed by 87%. <laughs> Little bit high. That's not 50. That's like the majority. So that's how influential having a personal brand presence is. So how are you positioned online? Um, I even read another article where um, if you are trying to get a job within a company, they will look at your online presence to see what your background is. So future clients and customers will and future employees will, depending on where you are. So how are you positioned online? What does it look like? How are, what are you sharing? All of that, you definitely wanna take that into consideration. Number two, what does your current presence reflect about your business, about you and your business? Correction. <laughs> Maybe you are your business if you're an online entrepreneur. Maybe you separate those. Uh, I'm a believer at having a personal brand, whatever your business is, they want, right? People want to see the person. They want to, they want to humanize. They want to connect, especially now in the world more than ever. So I would always have a you piece present in your business. Um, okay. That being said, what is, um, or let me just say it again. What is your current, what does your current presence reflect about you and your business? Ask Friends, ask uh, random strangers even if you dare, I dare you. <laughs> I've done that. It's definitely entertaining. Be like, what do you think about this? Like if you, you know, if it's a stranger, you don't know me. What do you think? What's your first impression? I, I, I can't say I hate to say it because it's so true of human nature, right? We are visual creatures, especially, right? Video is always king slash queen. Social media is all visual videos, visual. That's why I say even before your messaging, because before anybody reads, they're going to take a first impression off of what they see. Always, always. We are visually judgmental. And I shouldn't even say judgmental. We take information in visually. I don't think that that's a bad thing at all. There are people that I know have amazing genius and I have given opportunities to work with because I know they're genius, but their online representation, I'm like, I don't know if I would hire you. 
Okay, there is a typical thing and I'll, I'll point back to the industry real quick, right? Steven Spielberg is notorious for walking around in like jeans and a t-shirt and like a cap and like, you know, <laughs> not trying hard at all. <laughs> and that's not to say he's Steven Spielberg. If you don't know who that is, that's weird. <laughs> One of the most famous directors in the entire world, okay? And so I'm not saying that Steven's gotta be in like a cut suit all the time, right? But there is an image presence. Now, granted he's Steven Spielberg, he can walk around in jeans and a hat and whatever looking like he doesn't care. Keep in mind though, that is a designer Porsche hat. Those are designer jeans. And most likely that is a $70 t-shirt. So just keep those things in mind. There's still an elevated level, even if you look kind of like a bum. But as far as the visual representation, who would you rather hire? Like you, like ask yourself, take this upon yourself to even challenge yourself with. Look around visually and be like, would I hire that person? Would I hire that person? What do I think they do? Not knowing anything about them. Somebody who maybe is dressed up, what do you think they do? Somebody who's not as dressed up, what do you think they do? Again, image is not everything, but it is what we rely on for first impressions. So there's also people that I know that overly dress and have this beautiful, gorgeous, like a brand presence, and they don't have the quality behind it. Okay. So there is always a balance. you got to really like be a truly integral and authentic person and have a truly integral and authentic product, but then also match it with online presence or a personal brand presence, right? Okay, so ask somebody random or ask your friends and family what they what their impressions would be. Really telling, <laughs> really telling. Hold a neutral space. Don't take offense to what anybody says. And ask them for their truest, honest answers. Um, three, what would this, well, this kind of goes with the same thing. What would someone say about your brand presence, your image uh, online uh, behind your back? That's always a fascinating tale. What would somebody say about your online presence, your online image behind your back? What would you think that they would say? Maybe there's a way that you could find that out. I don't know. Have Ask somebody to ask somebody else when you're not in the room, right? Who you are is also a little bit of what people say that you are. Keeping in mind that people have negative judgments, right? So this is not... Just want to caveat for a brief moment. This is not to get into the like worried about what other people think of you because some people will say certain things if they're not doing as successful as you, right? No woman, no man, no anybody will say anything negative about someone if they're equally as successful. That's usually the case, right? Or if they're just negative people, okay? So that caveat aside, that's not what the purpose of this is for. It's not to get you into like, oh my God, what are you like worrying about what people are going to say? There's always going to be somebody to say something about you, negative and positive, always. So keeping that in mind, what people say behind your back, sometimes it's going to be positive and sometimes it's going to be negative. Usually if it's negative, unless you have done something in some way <laughs> to influence that, or people have their own experiences, right? Then consider that it may come from their internal projection of you. 
just that caveat, okay? Um, but there is, there's always, there's always both of those sides. So what does your personality, what is you, like the you personality, what does that reflect? I'm just gonna keep it super unfiltered because you know how I do. So with love, is your personality, like how you come across, is it, you know, cheerful? Is it happy? Is it upbeat? Is it like no BS, authentic, raw, real? Is it stiff a little bit and like kind of like eating stale chips with no salsa? Like what is your personality when you're or when you're in an experience with someone? What do you think right? That's a little like, take a little self-reflection, okay? We're, we all have our days. We all have our stale chip days, okay? Let's just be real. But when you're wanting to present yourself within a community, within, you know, online, within people that you want to work with, what is that aspect of your personality reflect? Just be like, have a real, real with yourself, you know? I, <laughs> I'm a fan of real, I'm a fan of authentic, like you just, you just got to keep it that way, right? So that being said, you know, take into consideration those questions, see where that is for you. Um, for anybody that is part of Lead Like Her, um, I'm really excited because I'm only for, for personal branding, right? I say only, and then it's like, really, Sarah, you might change your mind later. But for right now, I will be doing personal brand consultations for anybody that is part of the Lead Like Her community. So you've either downloaded the newsletter, you're in the Facebook group, or you're on these live Zooms. If you want me to do a personal evaluation for you with love, but authentically and real, and just give some pointers, then I am 100% doing those consultations for you. Complimentary. It's just a conversation to give you a little bit of like insight to get you a little bit like to the next step to bring you forward because you're amazing and your gifts and your wisdom need to be shared with the world in a really powerful way that positions you as the leader, that positions you in front of those ideal clients that are going to appreciate the wisdom and the experience and the expertise that you have. And like I said, every time that I've done that, it's, it's always been a self journey as well right? It's got to match where you are in life and where you're wanting to like elevate to. So this is not one of those embody something that doesn't feel authentically you, right? It will always match where you are and where you want to go and just bridging a little bit of that gap. So if that's you and you're part of this community and you're on my email list of some kind in some way, shape or form, then you'll be getting an email of or with the link to book a complimentary consultation specifically around your personal brand presence and doing a little bit of um, an evaluation for that. So love, love, love. Remember, you are your brand. Thanks for listening to another episode of Lead Like Her podcast. I'm Sarah Delane. And if you wanna learn more on how you can shatter your glass ceilings and skyrocket success with ease, visit my website at saradelane.com. There you can get instant access to my free guide, How to Stop Stumbling in Your Stilettos.